0: When people throw around terms like spiritual journey or grounding practices, what initially comes to mind? Do you think of a monk meditating in the park or an active Sunday morning churchgoer? It can often feel overwhelming when spiritual gurus or pastors preach about getting your spirituality centered. So many people are afraid of stepping out into the unknown and embracing their own spiritual selves because they simply don't know where to start. They often feel intimidated because they don't have someone linking arms with them and walking them through the different aspects of what it truly means to embark on a spiritual journey. But I want to change that narrative. By no means can we plan for every twist and turn along the way But there are a few key things that we can keep in mind in our spiritual tool belt. I've put together five things to expect on your spiritual journey. While this is not an exhaustive list of everything that could possibly happen, understanding these different areas has definitely helped me on my personal spiritual journey. Each of these five things are based on both personal experiences and the experiences of many others as well. So without further ado, let's dig right in. Everything is spiritual, and it's about time that we learn what it means to dig in a little deeper. I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and I created Spirituality Untamed as a way for women to unlock their spiritual liberation and divine freedom. God has gifted each one of us the ability to go deeper and tap into our higher callings. But in order to fully step outside of the boxes that have been holding us back for far too long, it's imperative that we allow our own spiritual journey to run free, wild, and untamed. In this podcast, we explore different mindset patterns, meditation practices, and the power of manifestation in order to grow into our greatest potential. Each week, we discover our own unique giftings through divine affirmations and spiritual truths as we allow ourselves to be unified in spirit. I believe that God is vast and beautiful and mysterious and that together we can step out of the box and into our truest selves. This is Spirituality Untamed. Are you ready to dig deeper and let your own spirituality run wild? talk about five things you can expect on the spiritual journey. Before we officially dig in, let's talk about what spirituality is and what it isn't. Spirituality is essentially our faith journey. It's the spiritual embodiment of who we are. It's how we truly connect with ourselves and those around us, and most importantly, how we can get in tune with God and our creator. Spirituality is sacred to the individual, but it's also a collective experience. It's what links us all together. Spirituality is not this woo-woo scary thing to be afraid of. It's not all fluttery feelings and bypassing negative emotions and experiences. It's the nitty-gritty versions of ourselves that are deeply rooted and ingrained in all of us. At its core and purest sense, it allows us the space to find healing and meaning through life. And it gives us something to put our faith love and hope in. Now, again, this list that I've put together is by no means an exhaustive list that will give you all the secrets behind your spiritual journey. But think of it as a blueprint or a simple foundation in which you can create based on your own divine experiences with our creator. God is doing amazing works through each and every single one of us. And with these five things, we can tap into what God is trying to show us in our own season of life. So number one is deconstruction. If you're not familiar with this term, it's basically the idea of you have these constructs where you have these ideas, these perspectives, these belief systems, these thoughts and feelings about any given topic. And over time, you tend to deconstruct, meaning you unlearn a lot of things. You question your beliefs. You ask yourself, why do I believe what I believe? Why do I feel the things that I feel? And you no longer take things at face value. You're no longer taking what a specific person tells you at face value. You're no longer blindly following what other people tell you is truth. And there's a lot of evaluating in this kind of thing. And a lot of people don't expect deconstruction to be a part of this process. But this is one thing that I feel is a part of everyone's unique spiritual journey is that there always is something to explore. There's always something to reevaluate. I feel like there's always something to unlearn. And this is a process that everyone goes through, whether you go through it politically or religiously, or literally any topic in life, any belief system that you hold, any narrative that you are speaking over yourself, at some point, you are going to deconstruct. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you throw everything out the window. Yes, the walls will probably come down. Your foundation will probably be rocky. But sometimes going through deconstruction gives you a stronger sense of self. You have this construct and you kind of reevaluate why you believe what you believe. And sometimes you find more evidence and your perspective grows stronger and it's a more tightly held belief system. Other times you realize that old belief systems no longer serve you, whether in this season or at all. And this is something that actually my husband and I talk a lot about on our other podcast, The Reckless Pursuit. And where we interview people talking about their deconstruction experiences, specifically in the spiritual and religious realm of things, of where they realize certain things that they were taught growing up in church and different religious systems, where they want to reevaluate how they view God and reevaluate their relationship with God and what they view and what they think and know about church and faith and all of those good things. So If you want to check that out, of course, it's written in the show notes below. But deconstruction is an important part of the spiritual journey that a lot of people don't expect. And also, it can kind of have like a negative connotation, especially if you're not familiar with it because you're like, deconstruct. That sounds so like aggressive. And sometimes it feels like that, sometimes deconstruction feels lonely, but it's such a beautiful process when you get to its purest sense, when you really get to the core of your values and the way you view the world, it's such an important, beautiful process. So number two, pushback. Now this definitely has a negative connotation. Just looking at the word, just hearing the word said out loud, pushback sounds very negative. And a lot of times it can feel that way. But as we know, spirituality isn't always fluttery feelings. It isn't always feel-good mantras and affirmations. There's a lot of inner groundwork and a lot of nitty-gritty things that we have to dig deep and explore. And pushback is one of those things. Pushback is where you have friends or family or even strangers on the internet who do not and will not... Understand your new belief system or your belief system that isn't even stronger. So, you went through deconstruction, and if you change, especially if you changed any thoughts that you had, your environment, the people that you were once surrounded by who still hold on to those beliefs, there's going to be a lot of pushback. And I want you to know that most of the pushback, most, is out of love. However, It is operating out of fear. Your loved ones who care about you, who push back these new ideas and perspectives, they are doing it because they love you and they are doing it because they haven't yet themselves deconstructed or they haven't yet themselves evaluated what they truly believe. They haven't gone through this process or this process is still new to them. And a lot of people, as much as people don't expect to deconstruct I feel like more people don't expect the pushback, and especially from strangers online. I can't tell you how many times, especially on TikTok, I can't tell you how many times that I've had negative comments and, and people telling me that I'm this false preacher or false prophet or heretic or all these things because of my changing beliefs or even strongly held beliefs. And that's normal. That's going to happen. That's going to happen on your spiritual journey. No matter where you are in life, you're going to feel pushback at some point in time. And yeah, it sucks. I'm just going to say it sucks. It sucks to have, especially those that you know and love, question you. And even sometimes, I'm just going to be honest, belittle you and belittle your beliefs. But like I said, most of the time it is out of love but they're operating out of fear. Which leads me to number three, awareness. Awareness brings you to the place of understanding that everyone is on their own spiritual journey. So just like you have deconstruction, just like you have pushback, the awareness is kind of this quirky thing where people are like woke AF, quote, quotation marks, heavily... Around that phrase, but it's where you become aware of where other people are at on their spiritual journey. It's this is where it becomes a collective experience, just like it is unique to the individual experience. The spiritual realm or the spirituality does interconnect with other people. This is where the collectiveness comes from because you realize, like, oh, I am going through this thing. I'm going through deconstruction or I'm going through the spiritual journey. I'm in a good season of life or I have these questions or I'm digging into this specific thing. And you realize every single person, every single person is on their own spiritual journey, whether they recognize it or not. And the people who recognize that everyone is on their spiritual journey becomes aware of that. And so with this awareness, That's where you start to find love and grace and mercy for ourselves and those around us. We are able to give love to our past selves. Maybe we deconstructed on our spiritual journey and we threw everything out the window. And we're this completely new being with these new thoughts, these new perspectives, these new feelings. And we give love to who we were in the past. We also are able to extend love to our current versions of those around us. Because whenever you are aware that people are on their spiritual journey, then you start to have grace. Because one, you realize like this person over here was where I was three years ago. Or this person over here is way over here on their spiritual journey. They've been doing this. I can learn so much from them and the person who, you know, was is currently where you are at. You know, we can all learn from each other. And with this, we also welcome our future selves into existence. We welcome new belief systems that our future higher selves may have down the road. And it's just this whole embracing, this whole welcoming. And this is also where gratitude practices come into play. Because once you are aware of your surroundings, your external environment, then you become aware of your internal environment. And you start to give thanks. You start to have these moments of gratitude where you wake up and you realize like, hey, I am here. I am part of this collective experience, though it is unique to my individual experience. And there is so much to be thankful for. I get to be a part of this beautiful thing called life, which leads to number four, a deeper sense of connection with the creator. With this, you begin to realize that everything is interconnected. You start to see patterns of different belief systems, perspectives, but also experiences. You start to correlate different events in your life and what the different events in your life are teaching you and what you're learning in the present and having this excitement for who you'll be in the future. And with this, you start to develop a strong sense of prayer or a meditative life. You're very, again, you're aware, but you also have this deeper connection with God. You see the inner workings of everything and everyone coming together. There's beauty in the simple joys of life and you're able to really sit with that and really find the beauty and and you're in awestruck of who God is and what God is creating and what God is doing in you and through you and alongside you. And what God is doing in and through and alongside everyone else. And you start to see just everything come together. And then you just feel so grounded. You feel so connected. And this is such a beautiful thing that I feel like everyone, honestly, I feel like this is something that people do expect. People do expect to find this, but it takes those other few things like deconstruction, pushback, and awareness and a deeper sense of awareness to finally get to this place of I am deeply connected with everything and everyone around me. And I feel like this is one of the most beautiful aspects of the spiritual journey is recognizing like, hey, like God is in me god is in you god is in other people god is in this experience and this experience and this belief system and you just really this is where the warm and fuzzy feeling kind of comes from that everyone strives to have on the spiritual journey again the spiritual journey or embracing spirituality isn't always the fluttery feelings isn't always the good things good vibes, all of that stuff. But there is truth to that. There is good parts of it. Oftentimes, there's more good than bad. While embracing spirituality doesn't always feel good in the moment, there are so many good and beautiful and powerful things during the spiritual journey. Which leads me to number five, spiritual liberation and divine freedom. This is the epitome of what spirituality untamed embodies. We are living free, we're living wild, and we're living untamed. And what's so funny about this particular number, whenever I was thinking about this specific episode and different things you can expect on your spiritual journey, I actually was trying to go to sleep the other night because I was thinking about this podcast episode. And I literally was like almost all the way to sleep. And then I woke up out of my students like, I have to write this down. And so what I wrote down the other night was we have a wild faith We can explore the avenues of of our faith journey. You can imagine running through the forest in awe and wonder of its nature and all the beautiful things in the fields, the flower fields and all the trees and all the just beautiful wilderness around you of your external environment. And I just kind of envision like running through the forest or running through a field of flowers. And you're just wild. That's just kind of what I view living wild means. Living free is that we have the freedom to explore the depths of our spirituality we have the freedom to become one with our creator and those around us. And this is, there's various ways of connection. There's various ways of connecting with God. There's various ways of connecting with those around us. And there's various ways of connecting with ourselves, prayer, meditation, all of those things are, are an aspect of that. Journaling is an aspect of that. Literally just walking through nature is an aspect of that. And then you think about the different dynamics of our different relationships, relationships, We have familial relationships with our parents or with their siblings or their grandparents. Then we have, you know, romantic relationships with our partners. We have platonic relationships with our friends. We even have relationships with strangers online or strangers across the street from our house. Like there are so many different ways to connect with those around us and especially connecting with God. And so we have the freedom to explore those things. We have the freedom to explore like which of those specific way speaks to us, which of those brings us the most joy? And my favorite, having an untamed spirit. There's no religious boxes. There's no societal stigmas. We have a light that never burns out. And so these three things, living free, wild, and untamed, are the epitome of the spiritual liberation and divine freedom. We have that divine freedom to explore. We have the spiritual liberation of feeling free. So many times, especially going back to deconstruction, a lot of times people deconstruct because there's religious, like I said, religious, political, societal standards, boxes, stigmas, all these things that society tells us we have to do or we shouldn't do or we need to do or we can't do. And it's just being able to block out the noise and say, hey, like I am growing. I'm on my spiritual journey. This is unique to me. This is my individual experience. I get to be here and now and I get to explore these things. And for me, I feel like these stages or cycles or expectations, or any of these five things are constantly interwoven in where I'm at in my spiritual journey. I'm constantly deconstructing. I'm constantly getting pushed back, finding awareness, and deepening my sense of self with God and being spiritually liberated and divinely free. Not a single one of these things are bad or better than the other. It's this constant cyclical process. And the beautiful thing is that I don't think that it ever is. We are constantly exploring and learning new things about both our internal and external worlds. And while you may be at peace with certain aspects of life, you may find yourself deep in one area or another. And can we just say that's beautiful? And can we just recognize that God definitely works with us and welcomes us at any and every stage of life, any and every stage of our spiritual experience and our spiritual journey? Y'all, those are the five things to expect on your spiritual journey. Let me know which stage you're finding yourself in or which of these five things you relate to the most. Also, if you have something that you would add to this list, hit me up on social media, send me a DM or tag me in a post. I'd love to hear from you and where you are at on your spiritual journey. I'd love to connect with you over on Instagram at spirituality untamed. And until next weekend, God bless you on your soul's journey. Thanks for joining me this week on Spirituality Untamed. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave an honest review of the show. Your feedback is greatly appreciated as it helps future listeners dig deeper into their own spiritual journey. If you want to dig deeper within your own spiritual journey and link arms with other women as we dive into our higher selves, then I have news for you. Just head on over to the Spirituality Untamed community on Facebook and click to join. I also produce another show alongside my husband. The Reckless Pursuit is a safe place where Christians can ask unsafe questions, where we discuss various issues such as deconstruction, questioning beliefs, and dealing with religious trauma. If you would like to join in on the conversation, then join us over at Nomads, a safe community to ask unsafe questions. Of course, any of the resources mentioned in this week's episode, as well as information on the show and our Facebook community can be found in the show notes below. Again, thanks for hanging out with me this week. And until next time, don't forget to dig in a little deeper today.